Hey you heroes! Welcome to Marvel Champions Monthly, a fan cast about the card game Marvel Champions by Fantasy Flight Games. Thanks for joining us as we complete heroic deeds and thaw the villain's evil schemes. Hey everybody, this is Kennedy Hawk. Welcome to Marvel Champions and More, a fan podcast about the card game Marvel Champions, and as you probably heard, other stuff too. I'm Kennedy Hawk, one of your hosts. We've got our entire team here today. We've got Addercop. How's it going? Pretty good. Pretty good. Uh, glad to be here. Glad to be recording again. I know. it's The summer is hard, but the summer is over, right? So all I that heat is gone. Yeah, I know. It's hard when uh, there's like a drought in, in content too. Yeah, and like a physical drought where I live, so that doesn't help. Um, we have Americano I just heard there. How's it going? Good. It's good. I'm excited to be here. We are excited to have you here for for certain reasons. And we have Crimson. How's it going? You still here. I know. <laughs> if you've been talking to me in Crimson recently, we don't even remember what Marvel is because we're like playing Mickey Mouse Land right now. But we still do play Marvel too. And we're even recording our final Mojo episode. So this is going to be the end of our three-part episode. It'll probably be the first one we push out because it's got some late-breaking news in it. You all didn't know this, but this is actually like the anniversary of Marvel Champions Monthly is this weekend. So we nailed it right on the head with this weekend recording this special episode. So in the news um, for Marvel Champions recently, Next Evolution just came out. Hone from One Stop Co-op Shop and I did a live stream of the Next Evolution box. It was super fun. Um, we played through the entire box in one day. And then I had to go to work. So, you know, that's how work goes. Um, but it's a super fun box that we will be covering in the future. Um, also, we've seen the entire pack previewed um, by FFG. So that is super exciting. We don't know what is after the, what are the last two packs. It's X23 and Deadpool, I think. With the Did you say X23? X23, right? X23. No, it's X23. I read characters one character at a time. But there's a hyphen. Yeah, I should have read the hyphen. You're right. X hyphen two three. <laughs> oh, is that no. better? <laughs> He's about to send me. <laughs> anyway, there's a lot of cool Marvel Champions content coming, but as you notice, there's also a lot of droughts in Marvel Champions content, and we all do a lot of things that aren't just Marvel Champions, but we really enjoy talking to you about all of them. Krim plays Magic. Krim and I are playing. Lorcana or Lorcana, depending on if you're from the north or the south, I guess. Ooh, and Adderkop over there has got a whole like Warhammer business going, right? Uh, yeah, it's it's pretty okay. Like, we do some, we do a thing or do two. A thing. So I love Warhammer. We are <laughs> we are officially rebranding our title that hasn't made sense for a while. Marvel Champions Monthly to Marvel Champions and more. We're going to be talking about other stuff in the future. Um, so if you see an episode titled MCM something, that is going to be Marvel Champions specific content. But if you see something titled AM, that stands for and more. And it's going to be us talking about other things we've been playing, what games have been going on, etc, etc. Um, completely unrelated to this change, we have one more announcement, and I will let Americano tell us all about it. Yeah, so this will be my official last episode 
with the crew as a host, as a co-host. He's fired. Uh, I I got fired. Um, He's going to jail. <laughs> uh, neither of those things are true. Uh, if I was hired, then maybe I could be fired. Nice. Um, but uh, <laughs> no, there's just just got a lot of things going on right now, and I'm not able to. I haven't been able to, and and won't for the foreseeable future, be able to give everything that I want to give to the co-hosts and to our fans. So I'm going to take a step back and um, figure out some things, and I just have to reprioritize some stuff. So. Um, hopefully, I'll be able to come on and, and visit in the future. Um, but right now, that's just not that's not able to happen. So, uh, not to uh, start with a downer, um, but just wanted to give everyone the uh, the courtesy of letting you know why you won't hear my voice in the future. I'm going to soundboard you in. I hate to tell you. Yeah, yeah, we've already started working on that, but. <laughs> You know, it's been a lot of fun working with you, like, uh, you know, uh, from the convention to just like our normal episodes. Um, everything's been a blast. So, of course, yeah, you're, you're it, always like you're always welcome when you're when your time is free. Yeah, I mean, it's it is great. It's been great. Um, I love hanging out. I love talking Marvel Champions. Um, we've even had some of that and more stuff in the past um, that I also enjoy. So, um, yeah. It's it's more bitter than sweet, um, but it's just something I have to do. So hopefully everybody out there in the Radio Wave land will understand. And, uh, you know, you can still reach out to me on Discord and stuff. You'll find out really quick if they don't understand. So that'll be cool. <laughs> I'm looking forward to this. Or to we'll find yeah. out. We could read our weekly hate mail about Americano leaving. <laughs> Yeah, that's like true. finally that guy's gone. <laughs> what took so long? <laughs> but but <laughs> echoing what Addercop said, it has been great having you here. You will be sorely missed. We will definitely have you back whenever you want to be a guest. We might even force you back as a guest. I mean, I don't know if we're allowed to do that, but we can try. Um, <laughs> as a leadership player, I'm always sad to lose one of my allies, but also your chump block and a villain attack. So we'll just slap a new nameless ally down i'm sure right i don't love that analogy but all right <laughs> that works perfect what are you talking about i'm a blue player no, yeah, I, get, I get all the I'm reddies definitely, i'm definitely gonna miss my uh my other green player so you know i know Krim, like, i'm sorry like you you were my my only backup to some of the uh the, the green that i thought was good <laughs> there i are... actually had someone apply to replace you and then I told them they had to talk about green cards, and they were like, I'm out. It was me, though. I was trying to get two slots. <laughs> Christmas land. <laughs> well, well, in honor of your leaving, I think this week's MCM channel. So today's episode is all going to be a Mo- Mojo, the villain. We're going to talk about Mojo's scenario and uh, just what we think about it. But this uh, this episode's MCM challenge, which we're going to slowly try to bring back now that we're back to our regular recording schedule in the school year, will be playing any character as protection versus Mojo. So you want to play a two-player game that is two protection characters versus Mojo. If you want to do a one-player game, that is one protection character. If you want to do a four-player game, also known as a lifetime, that is four protection <laughs> players against Mojo. And we would be happy to hear your stories. Actually, uh, 
Americano would be happy. So be sure to just DM him the whole story of every turn, like turn by turn. 100%. Yeah. I will read them religiously. Just ping him, <laughs> especially if it's the middle of the night. He likes that, I heard. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm, I'm honored, and I'm really excited to talk about Mojo because, uh, spoiler, I think, he's, I think it's actually very well designed. I had a fun time with it. Well, good. Since you're leaving, you can do all the work. Tell us about Mojo. Yeah, I'm putting my feet up. All right, let's do this. All right, so Mojo. Beer. So we got uh, his villain side. He has a two scheme, one attack, spineless trait. And on his level one, he has a force response hero. After your turn ends, discard the top three cards of the encounter deck and place one threat on your hero for each car- card discarded this way that does not belong to the Mojo encounter set. So right off the bat, we're getting put on our hero, which I don't believe has ever happened up to this point. Um, And that interacts directly with his main scheme. So I'll go to the the main scheme so you understand um, that before we go to the other two levels. Um, He has a... on On the setup side, you choose a modular set plus one per player modular set from the Mojo Mania scenario pack um, and put them and set them aside. And then you have the Wheel of Genres environment. So there's a lot of setup going on, um, which has a spinning side and a stop side. Um, so that's, keep that in mind. So it's a spinning wheel, like the Wheel of Fortune. Can I say that on podcast? I'm going to say it. Yeah. Um, wheel of Fortune or Price is Right or whatever, right? Uh, any of those games. You just can't shows. say genres anymore. Oh, can't. What? It, well, how do you pronounce it? It's genre. Oh genre. well, well, I'm from the southwest, so and not the not it's the coast. It's a G E N R E, right? That's how it's spelled. Mutant, mutant <laughs> Genesis. I say Genesis. <laughs> so, no, so on the all sounds are wrong. <laughs> on the front side of the main. Now I'm every time I'm going to read that, I'm going to question myself. Good. Uh, <laughs> he has a twelve. Or sorry, twenty-five per player threat uh, scheme threshold, um, and a win revealed. Choose one set aside encounter set at random, reveal its sh- show environment, and then shuffle its remaining contents or remaining cards into the encounter deck. And then there's a forced interrupt. When a character flips or leaves play, move all threat from that character to this scheme. So it starts with ten per player in in on it. Um, that's where the threat from the villain card comes into play because when they when your hero flips or a character like an ally or even possibly a minion leaves play with a threat on it it actually goes on to the main scheme which is called mojo mania so um then on level two he's a three scheme one attack with a the same force response i believe um no, it's not. So he has a when revealed, place two threat on each friendly character. So there you go. Right from the outset, you're getting more threat. And then um, after your turn ends, discard the top four cards of the encounter deck instead of three. And you place one threat on your hero for each card discarded that way that doesn't have... That's not from the Mojo encounter set. And then the third stage is four scheme to attack. Place three, ske- three threat on each friendly character um, when revealed. That's a lot. It's a lot of threat. A lot. That's a lot of threat. Um, and uh, then it's the top five cards. So 
Um, as you can tell, uh, as it as you go and you get progressively, um, you're going through the decks more and more, or or uh, well, let me back up. There's a lot of threat that's going to get added the further you go. His scheme gets higher, and you're discarding more cards. Your win revealed is placing more threat on each character, especially if you have boards set up and you have lots of allies. If you're if you're a leadership player, you just screwed the entire table. Um, <laughs> what? That's <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Not if, if I you're... use them for strength and numbers forever. It's okay. 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 Um, but the but the wheel of genre. Well, okay. Now I'm in the case of the wheel environment. That's what I'm going to say. Um, on the spinning side, it has a force response. So after the encounter deck resets, so besides getting a well acceleration it, token, acceleration token, but it says if there are no set aside modular encounter sets remaining, you lose the game. So there's another lose condition or another win condition for Mojo. Uh, it's a timer. It's a built-in timer to the game. And remember, when you set up, you have one modular set plus one per player. So if you're playing a two-player game, you have three modular sets set aside at the beginning of the game. Um, and so this progressively, it starts throwing in. And those modular sets, um, I guess we should talk about them. Maybe we'll talk about them later. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but they're, we'll talk, we'll talk about them later. We yeah, can each talk like, about our favorite one really quick. Yeah. yeah. Um, but they kind of spice the games up. This the games up, and they're they're randomized. Uh, there should be randomized. This I think is what it says. No, it's it's you choose them. I just I just realized what I said earlier. You choose them. <laughs> uh, yeah. So that's that's really what he's got going on. There's a lot of threat. He has a high threshold on his main scheme, um, and then there's a lot of uh, attachments and minions, things like that. That uh, treacheries that deal with threat on the main scheme or adding threat or having mojo scheme, things like that. Um, I don't really want to read all of these cards. Um, but but I will actually, <laughs> I'll actually read one because I alluded to this earlier. Um, he has a minion called the supporting actor, which has a one scheme and one attack, each with a star. And the star says... Or has six health, six life, robot thespian trait, which is awesome. Uh, force response after after supporting actor activates against you, place two threat here. So uh, if you let that supporting actor, because it's only a one scheme, one attack, just stay out there, and then decide to somehow some re for some reason destroy it. It's going to add a lot of threat to your main scheme, um, but you might just decide to leave it out there. Just forever, because it's only once. Especially if you're playing protection, right? Especially if you're playing protection. So what's that card? The uh, that that reduces the attack of the of a minion, of a character. I can't pin remember. Down. Oh, yeah, pin down. Pin, pin down. For minion subdue is for like when a villain attacks. I think. Or yeah. Something. Yeah. So anyway, so it's whenever the supporting actor activates against you, so it's still going to get threat. With uh, pin down, but um, you know, 
maybe you want to just take care of it, but it's sick. So it, I, I don't know. I think that interaction is really fun um, because there is a choice there. We've talked, we talk a lot about like choice, like cards that give players choices, meaningful choices. And I think that this is one where if you can take it out immediately with six, it's, it feels bad because it's just a one attack and one scheme minion. Like as opposed to dealing six to the villain, but you're also helping with not having a bunch of threat on the, on the main scheme. I don't know. It's it. You, you don't get that in any of the other villains because they don't have that, you know, that mechanic. The, the worst, the worst part is you want to take them out like in the early game, but that's when you have the lowest amount of attack, but yep. towards, towards the end of his deck, when he's about to reshuffle, you kind of want him to sit there because you don't want him to get reshuffled right away. And yeah. And that 25 per player threshold on the main scheme needs to be that high because you're going to be adding a lot of threat on the main scheme. And so you have to always keep them like even more so with this one. I feel like you have to keep an eye on that main scheme because you could thread out like before you even realize it. And so it makes that decision of leaving the supporting out actor out there. Like even it kind of reminds me of the, um, a little bit, of the uh, sand, what's the sand one in Sandman? Those minions, sand clones oh, or whatever they are. Sand clones. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, sand clones. Where it gives you that choice. You're like, all right, I can leave it out there, and just let it hit me every turn for one, and then just leave it out for the rest of the game because if I defeat it, uh, it's going to add a lot. Or if you've brought the main scheme down to zero and you defeat it, everyone's going to look at you like, seriously, <laughs> why'd you just put twelve threat on the main scheme? So. Yeah, I agree with what you said. The 25 per player is super deceptive because you see that, especially in a four-player game, you're like 100 threat. We're never hitting that. And then all of a sudden it's turn four and you're like, is that an 89? What? I, I can't flip right now? Is that what you were telling me? <laughs> that, uh, that, came up, that came up at the convention. Um, I was rel- relatively new to Mojo because um, I was saving it to play with some friends, right? And um, uh, my girlfriend had never even like looked at the cards. And I remember her coming up to me afterwards and saying, like, yeah, that scenario starts with, like, 100 threat. And, and I was like, there's no way we can hit 100 threat. And uh, two turns in, we were already at, like, 60-something. And then the next turn, we were at 90-something. <laughs> and I was like, yep, yeah, I learned that, too. <laughs> Oops. Oops, yeah. <laughs> so the, So this week's MCM challenge really is a challenge. Bring some... Threat removal on the main scheme with your uh, either your hero or your find some protection cards that will remove. Everybody's some running hard to keep down this week. <laughs> mm-hmm. What's your favorite card from the Mojo set, Adderkop? Um, honestly, because I recognize so much with it, because as an MCM host, it like everywhere I go, honestly, is the paparazzi obligation. Oh, that makes <laughs> sense. Um. <laughs> Yeah, so I mean, you guys understand the struggle. I'm sure we're pretty like pretty well known internet celebrities. So when I flipped it, um, one of my teammates was like, "Oh, paparazzi!" And I said, "Where?" And I ducked under the table. Um, but they were like, "No, no, it's the obligation." Because as I said, I was pretty new to it, um, and also because I don't need to know the cards as a celebrity. You know, somebody tells me the cards. So yeah, you have you yeah. have the plebes read it to you. Right. So paparazzi is an obligation. It's got hinder ten. Action, choose to either exhaust a character you control or discard one card from your hand. 
remove two threat from here. Uh, three threat instead if you're an alter ego. Forced interrupt. When your turn ends, move all threat from here to the main scheme and discard this card. I really like the urgency of this card. Um, mm. I had a lot of plans like in place, and then it was like, no, you fix this right now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but the nice, the nice thing is you can... Well, it's not nice. Discarding cards in a card game <laughs> sucks, but um, <laughs> you can discard more than one card to remove more than two threat, you know? Sure. And, yeah. and and that's kind of that push and pull where it's like, all right, how much threat can I actually put on this main scheme? And how much can I actually help the, the table if I don't discard? Like, what can I not discard? Right. right it's not right. just like, I'm going to discard all five cards in my hand to remove ten threat from this, because that's not a fun turn. But maybe that's what you have to do, because if you don't, and you don't have an ability to like threat enough or thwart enough off the main, then you'll lose the game. Exactly. And that's that's why I like it is like the incremental decision making, right? You have basically five different points of interaction that you need to make. And uh I just I I think it's great. I think it's a really, really good obligation. I'm a big fan of director's directions. Anytime it gives you a choice and lets me pick the choices that are good for me but maybe not good for the table, it can bring lots of drama and fun. Yeah, especially uh, when they're in bullet point form, right? Yeah, nope. I like stuff like that. I <laughs> almost points. always choose Mojo schemes because my like my good friend that I play this game with plays way too much Justice. So I'm always like, "Oh, this is a you problem," and he thinks it's an obligation. <laughs> and then he flips it, and I'm like, "I choose Mojo schemes. <laughs> not today for me." It's not even peril. It's not even peril, just, and you just you don't even just, talk about it. Why? Because that's what we do if it's an obligation. We like pass it to the other person face down, and he flips it, and he's like, what are you talking about? And then every single time, he forgets that I'm like, Mojo schemes again, shucks. I'm not giving up my resources, even if they're bad. Yeah, that last bullet point can be really, like, look at that. Take one damage for each threat on your identity. Like, that's not fun. That's not fun. <laughs> Just don't have that, any threat there, and it's not. A I know, but but sometimes you have no choice. Yeah, yeah. Because of his his just his ability, right? When revealed, place two threat on each friendly character, or or three threat on each friendly character. Like right when they're when he's revealed, like right when it starts. And like you I said, this one's kind of a race, right? You've got those. What are they? Uh, mojo modular sets that you're adding each time you go yep. through the villain deck, but you've got like a finite number of cards you can go through. So the last thing you want to do is force something to surge because it just decreases your clock. Yeah. So each each round will get a little longer. I like theoretically, right? Because you're adding more cards, but not necessarily because at each stage of the villain, you're we're discarding like more cards yeah from so it's there is a there is a, a nice balance there um but because it specifically says on his villain card you discard those cards and then place one threat on your hero for each card discarded this way that does not belong to the mojo encounter set so those so those modular sets um are gonna like you're gonna start getting more threat on your hero towards the end of the game does that make sense Yep, yeah, you're going to... The amount of threat he puts on your hero is yeah. going to increase. Um, 
this is one of those games where right before, usually before the villain deck's about to cycle, you're like, let's keep this minion alive. We don't want it back in the deck. But here, our team's always like, what can we get off the board into the discard pile? Because when you reshuffle, you want that deck to be as thick as possible. So we're always like, please draw shadows. More cards in the deck is more time for us. <laughs> it's, it's like the opposite of how we always play. And we're like, kill the dragon. I want it to come back. No, no, you don't really want it to come back. But that one card can make the difference sometimes. Yeah. What about you, Crimson? What Which card, like, does it for you in this, in this set? It was... The directors also. I, okay. I like I like options, and yeah. of, of course I was playing Wolverine Justice with him, so like I don't mind if he schemes. I thought <laughs> you were gonna say top billing because Wolverine's there front. And I, th- I, th- I thought about it honestly. I, uh, it, it's, it's what it, it was number two. Like I just I, the the other thing about directors um, directions is it doesn't have a boost. Um, most of the stuff has boost, so it was it's nice. Like a boost ability, yeah, yeah. Not have to worry about. Oh, look, it does something, even though it's just adding crap. <laughs> so I'll like, say this too about about um, choices on the villain sca- stage or the the villain turn because you your entire hero turn have full control over what you can. I mean, to ex- an extent, right? If you, assuming you have the resources, you have control over what you're going to do, um, and sometimes it. It, I mean, it is nice to have that change of pace where it's not just reveal the card and then take the punch or whatever. Like to actually have the choice, I think it makes the the game even more fun. Not just like, oh yeah, I'm taking control, but like it feels like you're able to con- to play the game versus the game playing you. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Um, and and I don't think. Like, there's only two copies of that. Uh, I don't yep. think that it's overbearing. Like, we haven't seen it yet where, like, every single card has, a bullet, like, three bullet points for options. And I don't think you will see that. Um, but it is Would nice to see. you find that overbearing? I think so. I think so, because... Too easy. I mean, it, I guess it depends, right, on on the scenario and, like, what's going on in the table situation. But if you have all your options on your turn and then on the villain phase you act you have to make choices every single time there's like non-stop like you're on your a game do you know what i mean well i i feel like it's really hard to make an entire encounter deck where every card gives you a choice right some of those are inherently going to be like i always pick this option yeah not just for the lulls like me but because like it's hard to balance the three choices right sure Mm -hmm. All these choices could be good options depending on the board state, and I really like that. Yeah, and I don't think I, uh, to be clear, I don't think that we'll ever see a scenario with every single encounter card that has options on it like that. I just I'm don't. Sure, we will eventually. Eventually, they'll challenge have to. accepted. All right, <laughs> let's see. You you guys have me back on the show when that happens, and you can call me an idiot. No, don't. Don't let him do that. He's trying to not come back. Don't do Pound that. Pound of Heroes 2024. We're gonna <laughs> he, knows we're too, he knows we're too busy. Don't take the bait on that. We're not making that. So what are these These uh, six? Was it six? It comes with six, right? Yeah. Modular sets? Well, uh, I guess we it, it comes with more, but cause, cause it comes with a long shot one, right? Uh, yeah, but I mean, <laughs> come on. Uh. Is anybody That's else? Maybe cool. I made this. Maybe I said this already, but <laughs> and I almost outed myself there. Uh, maybe I said this already, but 
Is anyone else equally disappointed, or maybe even more disappointed, that they're not called Mojo Lure sets? No, or at least I, I, I did the first time I thought of that. <laughs> I wish I would have thought of that. Oh man, I just wondering because I'm pretty disappointed. I mean, you can go put a sharpie on it if you want. Uh, maybe I I'm will. Giving you permission. This right? isn't like, the Deadpool set. Calm down. Well, <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna go. Don't sharpie our cards here. I'm gonna go. Nuts I mean, I mean, Mojo's pretty like, um, like self-aware it's though, right? Closest closest we're gonna get that's true yeah. yeah so so the six sets that we have are crime fantasy horror sci-fi sitcom and western mm-hmm. sitcom's the best sitcom okay talk let's about, talk about we talked about a few of them talk about, last time yeah we'll oh, talk you, about okay. them again because americano wasn't here he didn't talk about the genres with us i, I think i said the sitcom's the best then too <laughs> all right it's, why it's is sitcom the best because it has no uh, minions. <laughs> it's just, it's just. Well, okay. So each of, the, bad each of the modular sets have an environment, and and that's what the card that it specifically says when you when you shuffle a new one and you put the environment into play. Yeah. Uh, it's a it's a setting environment. Um. So, like for example, the sitcom one, the environment is called Mojo in the middle, and each obligation gains one acceleration icon. And a response after each player discards an obligation, that player draws one card. So that's nice. When revealed, discard each other setting. And they all have when revealed, discard each other setting environment in play. Um, if this card was revealed from the encounter deck, it gains surge. So, uh, so this actual modular set, the sitcom, has six, no, five obligations. So it interacts directly with that environment. And that's kind of how they all are. But... Um, each obligation will gain one acceleration icon. So that's fun. That's not fun. <laughs> it's not, it's not that bad. Someone else. Not, for, yeah. not my problem. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Not your problem. Does anyone know what the, like, what's behind Deadpool on the bookshelf in that obligation? Watch me play. Do we know what that is? Any of those things? I'm pretty Are sure that's just... RRG 1.7. Oh, there you go. <laughs> I could be wrong. I don't know. Oh, I see. Like, what games are being referenced back there? Yeah, yeah. Um, I think that's that's uh, Catan in the top right, with, like, the sunset kind of thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Or, like, Carcassonne. It's one of those two. I can't, I can't keep them straight. I've never played either, but I it's one of them. <laughs> and then I'm pretty sure the one with the... Uh... Ice cream cone is probably like Candyland or something like that. Safe bet. Safe bet. There you go. Uh, my favorite is fantasy. Um, Why is that? I honestly love the fetch quest side scheme. <laughs> it comes with a. It comes I, with a. I, I mean, I knew that I was mean, going to be your answer. For that. I mean, I love that. There's first of all, I love that there's a dragon in there. Uh, I love when they have minions that are per, like with health that are per player, um, and when they have like they have a goblin that can only take it. It only has one health, but it can only take damage from cards with a printed uh, fist resource, physical resource. Is that a problem for people. I just think it, I mean it can be. I guess you know, uh, like you me. can't just go and you can't just go attack it. Not for you. It's definitely not a problem for you. <laughs> 
But you can't just do your basic attack. I mean, you can, but it, it can't take damage from you, right? Right, um, right. <laughs> but the fetch quest side scheme, it's just it's just thematic. Um, when defeated in player order, each player may search the deck for a card and shuffle that card for free. You just do a side a side quest. Yeah, if it you, just it's a side the scheme. That's, it it does have the word surge. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, it, it's a side scheme that's essentially a side quest, right? Which mm-hmm. is fun. I, I I I find that fun. And the dragon has four boost icons on it. So. <laughs> uh, and you like that because you like to negate boost icons, right? Um, I just think that they haven't that overdone it yet. You have preemptive strike in your hand. Yeah, <laughs> they, you haven't, get them. <laughs> they haven't. They haven't overdone. I think I. I I am glad that they haven't overdone the four. Um, they're, mm-hmm. they're saving those for some like really beefy minions, um, real boom boom cards. I don't think we've seen five yet, right? No, there's enough I mean, space there for probably six, but don't um, don't. don't. It, it, <laughs> it does have the the greatest counter spell and magic in there with which mana, mana drain. drain so that's nice. Yeah, they should have taken the art from the magic version and like just had someone draw that <laughs> the art from the magic version makes no sense okay <laughs> the uh the flavor text in these modular sets as well is like on point it makes me sad there's not room for flavor text on every card yeah, uh, yeah absolutely but, these but are really good they do really really well with it here What do you guys got? My favorite one is probably sci-fi because I like sci-fi movies and I get the references they're going for. But I also like how they mirror the Brotherhood with the Brotherhood robots. I think that's real cute. Have you done that? Have you thrown these ones in instead of the other the Brotherhood? That was a Con of Heroes challenge was to play Mansion Attack, but the Brotherhood, but sci-fi was the modular set instead of Brotherhood, and all of the minions acted like their equivalent. Yeah, uh, it was a nightmare scenario. That was a nightmare. (laughs) <laughs> oh my god no that's a different so, game Here yeah, it's it was, heroic mode it was so bad i mean it was we we won but my table was ready to quit like so quickly no tables shout were out, flipped at con of heroes so no no shout out to my table for, for sticking it out i said give me one turn and we did hey and then, but uh, there you have it out. you have ice toroid m as the side scheme <laughs> 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 I've noticed that a lot of the art for the sci-fi one looks like um, old Yu-Gi-Oh art, like in the way that it's colored. I don't know if you guys are familiar with that it kind does, of stuff at all. It but does. It, Dying it like over here. That was, that was so on point, I can't even describe. The old Yu-Gi-Oh cards? Yeah. Yeah. Specifically they just block. look completely far-fetched, and like the I, I, I summon, is overdone. And <laughs> I yeah. summon Elemental Hero Magneto 2.6. <laughs> And like like the digital pack drops and stuff too. I just think it like has the whole Yu-Gi-Oh vibe. It, well, they have like random text heavy too. They have like random numbers in the titles too, so that's good. Even better, yeah. You have like <laughs> it doesn't get much more Yu-Gi-Oh than that. That's that's what we're saying. <laughs> so we got we have sitcom, sci-fi, and fantasy. You can choose one of the same ones if you like that, Adderkop. You're like, you could choose mine if you want. Oh, uh, well, I was going to pick Western. I think I picked Western when we talked about it before. 
I was okay. quite um, confident you were going to pick Western. I yeah, because... Hated, I still hated Western. Because, <laughs> you know, I get to say something like Huckleberry when I shoot him, you know, like whatever. Draw. Oh, yeah, draw. draw. Also, <laughs> uh, uh, Card Shark, you know. it's Card Shark appeals to me in, in every level that you would expect. Of course. All of <laughs> For me, it was those gunslingers with the quick draw. Just oh. Those are so fun. I love those ones. Those are really, really fun. I yeah the the I really don't think I like quick draw <laughs> or quick strike. It, it's so strong. It's a bit obnoxious. I think it's fun that they that they're like with the game of cards. You're, I mean, it's a card game, right? So they can get into it a little bit more. I think that I I'm sure the developers had a lot of fun designing these modular sets. Um, throwing oh, card truck sure. in there. The card names, Wild Wild Mojo. That one's pretty <laughs> bad. Um, <laughs> that one's actually really bad. But um, all the obligation names are pretty like they're bad in a grown worthy way. Yeah, like right. the game of Which mojos. Is, you can they're see why I like exactly it, yeah. in the way I want them to be bad. Yeah. <laughs> it's perfection. It's it's perfection. They say that the perfect. Uh, the scenario pack doesn't exist. Uh, incorrect. It's Mojo. It's right here. <laughs> I, I actually I see myself using these, um, especially the horror and fantasy, often in future games. Um, I like the theme of those a lot. So throwing them in, just like the horror has a bandolier of stakes. Like that's awesome. We use the crime uh, one a lot. I feel like it crime? fits well. Just like maybe not the funny mojo art, but like crime scene investigation, law and order, dragnet. They all make sense as like the the adding the extra side schemes is pretty fun. I enjoy using. Yeah, crime. there you go. There you go. The dragnet art is so good. It's on point. In fact, I'm gonna do this. If we don't get a second mojo pack, what are we going to do? Riot? Uh, yeah, put it on the list of reasons that we'll riot. <laughs> there's, there's many of them. And uh, most of them have to do with things that shouldn't actually happen, but we want to happen. Yes. <laughs> Describes uh, most of my being. It's true. That's, that's the mojo pack, in a nutshell. Uh, or at least the mojo um, scenario the with final those scenario. modulars. Yeah, yeah. Why don't you give us a quick, since since uh, you won't be here if we ever record Spiral, give us a quick one sentence rundown of your thoughts on Magog and Spiral. Yeah, so uh, I think Magog is actually a really fun um, intro scenario, and I actually do like playing that with with new people. Um, uh, it because it's not. It's not very difficult, and it's really not that, um, like, the, the wind condition is a little different, right? And it's, but it's not, like, crazy. Like, you have to defeat seven side schemes to win or whatever, right? Um, yeah. And so it's, and it gives, it gives you that gladiatorial feel, and which is fun for when somebody throws down, they're playing Wolverine, and they're like, I want to be in the arena with... You know, fighting him. So, uh, it just—I mean, this game is very much has a, an appeal to like just 
a classic superhero brawl, like just punching people. Um, and I think Magog does that very well. Um, Didn't Dan say one sentence? That was it's a run-on, a run-on sentence. sentence. I used lots of semicolons. <laughs> All right, well, I don't know what that is, so you I should, guess you're good. Go ahead. You should see the text in my head. I write very long sentences. Spiral. I read all the scripts afterwards. <laughs> uh, Spiral is, I think, good. I think she's more difficult, but uh, my least favorite in the box. Um, that being said, um, she's probably the most in terms of um, like how you want to time things. Not that it makes it that much like it's not that it's overly like complicated or difficult. I think that her swords are her MVP card. Um, yeah, for sure. Like when I see, cause you can have both of them out. And when you get the both swords out, I'm like, I, I want to just scoop and start over. MVP um, is most valuable perforator, right? Exactly. Excellent. That's right. That's right. But, but like combined as a whole to wrap it up, I honestly think that the Mojo Mania box is, uh, well, we haven't talked about Next Evolution, but I think that the Mojo Mania box is the best product for Marvel Champions. It's like, not even oh, a box, it's just a pack. And, yeah. I mean, it's a pack, it, but it has <laughs> so the... Much you, in they, it. Right. They have, like, they made it a mini campaign, which yeah. is awesome. Yeah, um, the modulars are... Like I said, I'm going to be using them for games in the future, whether or not it's using any of these scenarios. Uh, I just think that the overall value of the pack is, in my opinion, for me, it's the best. It is the best product for Marvel Champions. And that's... I'm not saying that I like these scenarios the more than, like, they're my top three scenarios. I just think overall as a, as a product. Would you, would you say that you're a Mojo Maniac? I definitely would say that. Can you can you say it in a sentence for the soundbite? I am a mojo maniac. Perfect. I don't know that we do soundbites, but I think that it's cool that we have it now. We will now. <laughs> <laughs> you all won't even know Americano's gone. We have a little robot here that's going to be coded. <laughs> yeah, we're just going to plug in. Yeah, GPT, what would a protection <laughs> player say? No, I can't be that stupid. <laughs> what do you think about Next Evolution? Uh, I'm a mojo maniac. Perfect. Thank you. <laughs> Let's move on. Great answer. <laughs> that's it for me. That's all. I, that's, all I, that's all. That's all she wrote. That's it. That was the one sentence that she wrote. That literally is it. All right. Well, if we don't. End, well, if we don't end the episode. Then he can't leave. Actually. So. Oh, well, we could go. just talk forever. I yep, think he'll probably nope. just. He could still stand up and leave. I'll play, buddy. Well, there's a social contract in place. <laughs> It'll be so awkward if he just walks away. There's no way he can do it. I actually All can't right. do that. What? <laughs> We've got it. <laughs> That's one of my like things. One of my rules when I play games: you can't just leave until you can't leave until the game's done. So we have to be playing a game, and then I, we're good to go. I'm playing a game the whole time. What are you talking about? Yeah, <laughs> I, I've, I've gained two I'll, ranks on Arena. No. <laughs> how many oh, how many no. puns can you get into this conversation? Yeah, what's game? the worst thing I can say and stay on the show? <laughs> Some pretty bad things. Let me tell pretty you. bad things. It's true. Cutting room floor. Let me tell you. 
All right. Well, listeners, thanks for tuning in with us for another year. We'll be back here in a week or two. Uh, we're going to be back on our bi-weekly recording schedule for Marvel Champions content, and you might see some other stuff between then and now. And for Americano, thanks for joining us, and we will hopefully get to talk with you again. I'm sure I'm sure I will be able to to jump in sometimes, occasionally. But it's been a pleasure. Yeah, like, yeah man, we'll see you like soon. Like every other week. Got it. Good. <laughs> I, I just yep, Perfect. Thanks for tuning in to Marvel Champions Monthly. If you liked this content, be sure to like, subscribe, or leave a comment on the video, letting us know what else you would love to see from the world of Marvel Champions. You can also join us on our Discord, or support our work on Patreon in the links in the description below.